Hey gang, it's John. Thank you for listening to this very special bonus episode of The Hustle. Here's the deal. Bear with me. Our good friend is Brent Zias. You may know Brent. He's been out there. He's a part of the community. He's not super active on social media, but I think he used to host the Kiss Room, that show you may remember. Uh, I've met him at the last Rock and Pod Expo that I went to, which was the second one, and we've been buddies ever since. He's a huge supporter of ours and of this kind of podcaster community. So if you don't, if you don't know him personally, you've probably interacted with him or heard him on other podcasts. Anyway, hugely creative and ambitious guy. Here's the deal. He's put together a kind of a concept or a conceptual music project that I think is worth looking into. He's collaborating with a musician named Zoot from the group Angel Spit, and they've put out an album, but just calling it an album is under undervaluing what this is. It's Sequence One Glass Jar. This is a concept album. You're listening to the first track right here called The Great Empty. And there's so much to this. There's uh, a th- you know, a gatefold album. There's figurines. There's merch. It's a whole concept album about, well, I'll let him describe it here for you. He does a way better job than me. But if you are a fan of like sci-fi, comic books, that kind of stuff, and you're deep into that, you will love what Brent is doing here. I have one request included in the show notes to this is a link to their Kickstarter uh, program. It's in the Kickstarter phase right now. Either before this starts, watch that video, or as soon as this is over and you determine that you have a taste for this, watch the video then and contribute to this really, really interesting thing. But whatever you do, if you listen to this whole thing and it's your thing, Watch the Kickstarter video and contribute, please. Brent and I do our best, the best we can in this conversation. I tried to keep it short so you guys wouldn't be overwhelmed. It would just be a nice bite-sized piece of something really interesting to give you all the facts about this hugely, hugely ambitious, creative project that is so much more than just music or vinyl. It's There's a ton going on. I'm probably not even describing it well. I'm not even sure how to describe this to you. It is so interesting. But Brent's so good to us that I wanted to support him by putting the word out there. Okay? So check it out and let us know what you think. All right. First and foremost, (laughs) my mind is still wrapping itself around your initial email to me, which said that uh, I have formed a band, created a concept album, written a script, made a record, designed a diorama playset and made all kinds of accompanying merchandise. That's like any one of those things is one full-time project and you spout out six of them in one sentence. So Brent, you and I have known each other for four years or so. We've been friends for a while. I didn't even know you were a musician or maybe you're not. Tell us what this even is. Okay. Well, you're, you know, you're right that any one of those things sounds like someone's hobby or side project or whatever, but coming from a place where I worked, I'd say almost in that capacity of all of those different elements for different artists in the industry, never having done it for myself. You know, this is my first foray into doing all of these things for me. Um, I've done most of them on some level for other people. 
maybe not to this level on everything and never for myself, which uh, makes it an entirely different situation. So it's, it's sort of like on one hand, my friends, the music nerds who I'm buddies with people just like you, I don't think they would fall out of their chair that this is something that I would, would tackle, but uh maybe I kind of expected the reaction to be more like, Oh my God, he's finally gone crazy and done it. (laughs) And, uh, and, and yes, uh, probably the biggest thing I'll say in this is what you hit the nail on the head is I am definitely not a musician in the traditional sense. And my role in this, in that way, definitely required a major partnership with my longtime friend and collaborator in this, uh, Carl Lermont, Zug Von Rock from the band Angel's Pit, who I've worked with in different capacities over the year and years. And when um, when when this was conceived of, he was just the perfect person to to tap for a lot of reasons, not just that I knew he'd never done a project like this, but I had seen that he had it in him to do it, but also I knew he was somebody who would get all the right stuff out of me as well, that it would truly be a partnership in that way. So let me ask you, so is this a thing where, I mean, you know, I know what kind of music you're into and I know what your life and lifestyle is like. Are you sitting at home one day? You're a big media consumer, a lot of movies, a lot of sci-fi, a lot of comics, that kind of stuff. Do you just formulate in your own mind the idea of this story about I mean, you tell the story better than I can, but you've got, let's, you're like, okay, I've got this story. Now let's see if I can put some music to it. I got my buddy who's an angel spit. I'll see if he wants to work with me on some music and then I'll create an album and then I'll create a diorama and then I'll create toys. I mean, you, this is all you, this is all springing from your mind. I will say I, I want to take no credit away from all the, you know, the three or four other people who've been integral to the creation of this. But when you say, is it springing from my mind? Uh, yes, somewhere between 75 to 90%. And in a weird, weird way, it, it jumped fully formed almost from my head, like almost exactly two years ago is sort of when the seeds for this got, you know, came to life. And, um, I think my first my first sketch that I made of this is so close to what it ended up being and um it's a sketch of an astronaut in a spacesuit standing in front of a keyboard uh, against a backdrop of an alien landscape with some equipment all around him and I think at the bottom of the page it says something like uh an astronaut plays music on an alien planet to mine ice or something like, I mean, literally, okay, that's the sort of Sesame street version of what I've ended up doing. (laughs) But I mean, it was, it was absolutely, you know, kind of born almost 100% in that way. That's not to say that it hasn't been a really long road with a lot of adjustments sure. and sure. and different talents from different people combining with you know my ideas and their own you know like yeah. there's there's been a lot of input but that was the idea and okay. 
So you're right. Just That's exactly what happened. I have this idea. I drew a little thing, and now I'm going to create a whole media experience about this, including music. And now, tell us everything. We keep kind of hinting at this concept and this idea. And tell us exactly what it is. Okay. So for anyone who hasn't checked it out, because right now it is on Kickstarter. We're going to share the uh, link with everybody. Just about a month to go, um, just under a month to go on the Kickstarter. So this concept is, it's a concept album that is in uh, some super deluxe packaging. And when I say that, I'm talking very, very inspired over the top. So it is a trifold album. uh, Most of you guys who've bought vinyl out there, you have a gatefold albums, but you probably don't have one that folds out three times. So literally this art, I mean, John can see it on the wall behind me here. It's 36 inches long, interior and exterior. So we have three one foot by three foot panels of art when you fold the album out. And it is very space fantasy, very colorful. Our buddy Walt Weiss did an incredible uh, job with this. And, um, you know, from the sketches and the input that he was provided. So that's what the record comes in. There's a full color double-sided sleeve that has more great artwork and a synopsis of the story of the concept on it. And then the record itself looks like the planet that this guy is visiting, this ice, this planet that's basically a giant ball of ice. So on that record, you're going to find the concept album, which is basically the soundtrack to the story. There is not anyone speaking on it. There's no voices. It is in the traditional sense of a concept album that the music tells the story, but I mean, certainly you'd have to kind of know the story a bit to follow along, but once you do, you can feel it and you can see it and by the titles of the tracks, you can, you can uh, understand the story progress just through the music, but it does not stop there. I, I feel like those infomercials and there's <laughs> more um, <laughs> because there, there will also be uh, a download of an audio drama which uses um, voices, sound effects, and the music that's on the record to really flesh out and tell this story in full detail. And um, that story is kind of as I alluded alluded to in my first synopsis of it, and, and that is that in this, maybe it's our future, maybe it's another time or place, this collection of worlds the all the water in their galaxy has uh, been rendered unusable. And so uh, they are sending these crews into deep space to try and mine water and ice from other planets and bring it back to sustain life. And um, this, this one particular very blue collar guy, that's the angle the story is told from. He's kind of, like an interpretation of a miner or a prospector and he's deep in space and wake is woken up by the ship. All the rest of the crew are dead, but they're orbiting this, the, the, the mother load. It's the planet that would save humanity with all of the ice on it. So he goes down there and starts mining this ice and uh, deep inside one of the glaciers is this temple frozen in the ice 
And as he cuts the ice away around it, I guess the best way to put it is the voices wake up. Mm -hmm. He begins to hear things and see things. And the story takes a strange turn from there. I love it. Let's talk about the music involved because I've listened to the album four or five times probably to get ready to talk to you. Wow. And I actually, absolutely. And I actually really, really like it. It reminds me of, well, obviously kind of there's some craft work influence in there, but it reminds me a lot of the techno group Faithless. If you remember Faithless, they had a, they had a hit for anyone who's listening. There was a hit in the late nineties, early two thousands called Insomnia. They got a lot of radio play and your music reminds me of what Faithless was doing around that time, specifically that song. Did you so, play on this music or is it all so, angel so spin? Basically when it comes to the music, my role, I won't even claim role of conductor. I would mm. say music director mm. is more where Carl was feeding me sounds, passages, uh, semi-complete songs, and we're going back and forth and saying, you know, more of this, less of that. Let's bring a sound in here that, um, you know, creates the feeling of him using those lasers on the ice or the, sorry, the sonic waves on the ice. Let's, uh, let's get a part in here that where we've got the shit, where we feel we're on the ship. And it was a lot of more of this, not too much less of that. Cause I mean, I couldn't have chosen someone who got this and it's not just got it, who could, you know, he could have done this without me, you know, <laughs> uh, just can make this music. And that's a huge part of, what I, why I went to him because his projects are this industrial rock, electronic dance. I heard heavy. you put cyber, cyberpunk somewhere. Yeah, something like that. That reminds totally. me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is. Or steampunk or whatever. That is what his, the angle of his own music is. Mm-hmm. And, I've, and this was kind of in a way a way I roped him into this, and I'm going to use that term, is I challenged him. I'm like, let's craft these long-form instrumental pieces. I hear this within what you do. Let's tap that in and bring it out and focus on analog synths. And that was, you know, that was his challenge to himself. I know you've had a lot of artists on here who talk about you know, the best way to start with something is say, what are the parameters and what are my limitations? Right. And that really very much was, um, you know, where he was starting from is let's go full analog synth with this and make it very, a very old school type of feel, which mm-hmm. I love that it has that mm-hmm. in it. And there's, I mean, the fact that the ship and the name of the project itself is glass jar i mean it doesn't take a genius to see uh philip glass and john michelle jar in there and uh, i didn't think that connection but you're that's so right there's tips of the hat to Mm -hmm. all of those things and more i mean there's a little bit of john carpenter in here there's there's so many of those it is a soundtrack in that way yeah okay so let's get to the what are what are the offerings let's talk about the kickstarter program because that's i think most essential here people who want to contribute to this prod this project what's in it for them what are what are you offering well i think that there's um 
you know, there's a, a less expensive, like a $12 level where you can download just the soundtrack and the audio drama. So you just want the music, you're the, you know, one of those digital only guys, uh, that is, that's the way to go. Uh, the record that I was describing is uh, also available in there and all of the stuff that it comes with. And then there's the deluxe version of the record that, um, and all of these things come with the download. I mean, if you buy the t-shirt, you get the downloads. We do have t-shirts. We do have these very cool all over print, very bright full color dye sublimation hoodies Mm -hmm. also. So all the merchandising, all the fun extra stuff, but this deluxe version of the record, the main thing that it comes with is a diorama that is full color laser cut printed pieces that you assemble kind of like a model, kind of like uh, Legos, kind of like paper dolls, whatever your reference point wants to be. And you put together the little ship that the guy uses to mine the ice. We've got the little the figure of the character in there. You put together the temple that he finds in the ice and uh, it has all these cool little LED light balls that you can put a- around in it. And the whole idea behind this was that you would fold out this huge album as a backdrop. You would set all of that up in front of it, put your lighting effects down, put the album on, and and it's this entire experience. It's its own playset. It's, uh, you know, probably the coolest, most interesting display of any album that I've ever seen. And and that was the idea. That was absolutely the idea is this is going to be the most, it's a very out there concept and we've got to package it in a very out there way. And it's very high concept, like the best sci-fi and space fantasy things are. You you can't explain it in one sentence because it's not simple, but it's fun. Agreed. So if you're somebody listening to this and you're thinking, oh, everything he's saying speaks to me, I'm into that kind of stuff. I would just highly recommend, like I said, we're going to, we're going to include the link to the Kickstarter to especially the video. There's a video that's, that's on the Kickstarter page that I recommend everyone checking out and at least do that. And if you check it out and it's not for you, that's one thing, but if it intrigues you go for it because the music is worth it and all the other fun amenities enhance the, the experience even more. So I hope that we find a few people here that think this is interesting enough to hop on board because it is. Well, I appreciate that you would say that. And, and when you said, you know, I know there's some people out there who this is, is are going, this is intrigues me and is right in my wheelhouse. And the first thing I would say to any of them is I'm sorry that you know what it's like growing up as a nerd (laughs) as well. (laughs) Music nerd, sci-fi nerd, comic book nerd, all yeah. of the above. We wear those badges with pride. But uh, yes, this is just the, I'm you. That's what I would say is yeah. I have, we have watched the same movies, read the same books, you know, coveted the same comic books. And I just threaded all that stuff back through my brain. And here we are. I <laughs> so. love that. I love that. That's a perfect synopsis. All right. There you go. There's Brent. explaining now if you listen to that whole thing and you're a big sci-fi comic book person and you think all of this sounds interesting to you especially the music this song right here is the last song on the album it's called the glow 
Again, hop on that Kickstarter link and let them explain to you everything that's going on and what all is included and what all this project even is because it is so ambitious and huge, but so fascinating. And we, we love Brent here. He's a good friend. And I will say, as most of you know, I'm not, I don't just put out episodes with my friends to promote their stuff. I'm, I'm very careful about how I curate this podcast and no offense to any of you who I love and who may have pitched me things in the past. I just don't want to go there very often, but Brent is such a support and this, this project is so interesting that I just wanted to share it with everybody because I thought it was worth the time. If you are someone who is inclined to like this kind of thing and it's not for everyone, he knows that we know that. If you are inclined to like this kind of thing and get into this kind of music and think this is fun, then please contribute. It is worth your time. Okay? Anyway, thanks, folks. We will talk to you soon.